Hey there. Welcome to the Living Fear Free Podcast. I am Dee Price, the host of this podcast, and I want to thank you for tuning in. We are on episode 23 of 30 in this series, and I want to jump right in. We've been spending the majority of our time on Psalm 91, and some may be asking why. Because it's the best place I know where all of the protection we need for everything imaginable is in one place. God's Word is filled with Scripture that promises protection from storms and calamities of life for not only you, but for your entire family. But those verses of Scripture, those nuggets, they have to be dug out. For instance, Proverbs 18, 20, and 21 talk about death and life are in the power of your tongue. Proverbs 6, 2 says we are snared by the words of our mouth. Psalm 23, 4 says even though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you will fear no evil because God is with you. His rod and his staff comfort you. As long as you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, his rod and his staff comfort you. And as a side note, the shadow of a dog never bit anybody. The enemy puts shadows up to scare you, but it's a shadow, not the thing itself. You're in the secret place of the Most High, and although that thing may be lurking outside, all you see is the shadow of it. Psalm 23, 4 says that his rod and staff comfort you, but Jesus, speaking in John 14, 26, and 27 in the Amplified Bible, right before he's going to be arrested and crucified, said, but the Comforter, Counselor, Helper, Intercessor, Advocate, Strengthener, Standby, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, in my place, to represent me and act on my behalf, he will teach you all things, and he will cause you to recall, will remind you, and bring to your remembrance everything I have told you. Peace I leave with you. My own peace I now give and bequeath to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Stop allowing yourself to be agitated and disturbed, and do not permit yourselves to be fearful and intimidated and cowardly and unsettled. So back to Psalm 91. Verse 11 says, For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra. The young lion and the serpent you shall trample underfoot. We talked yesterday about verse 14. Verse 14 says, Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. Because he has set his love upon me, he's talking about you and I. Therefore I will deliver him. He's talking about you and I. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He is talking about you and I. So this psalm talks about the Most High God giving his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. I want us to take a look at the enemies that are listed in this psalm that Satan is trying to unleash against the children of God. There's a sneer of the fowler, perilous pestilence, terror by night, arrows by day, pestilence that walks in darkness, and as a side note, pestilence is mentioned twice, and destruction that lays waste at noonday. Then there's the lion and the cobra, and he also mentions the serpent. All of these things mentioned above are demonic. And no, I'm not saying that everything is a demon. However, in Luke 10, Jesus sent 70 out and gave them instructions. Verses 1 through 3 says, 
After these things, the Lord appointed 70 others also and sent them two by two before his face into every city and place where he himself was about to go. Then he said to them, the harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go your way. Behold, I send you out as lambs among wolves. So he didn't send out those who look like Schwarzenegger. They definitely would not have looked like lambs. In verse 9, he gives them instructions what they're supposed to do. In verse 9, he gives them instructions what they were supposed to do. He says, and heal the sick there and say to them, the kingdom of God has come near you. Verse 10 says, but whatever city you enter and they do not receive you, go out into its streets and say the very dust of your city, which clings to us, we wipe off against you. See, everybody has a choice as to whether to receive or take this free gift of healing, this free gift of deliverance, this free gift of salvation, this free gift of redemption. You have the choice whether to receive it or not. Verse 16 says, he who hears you, hears me, and he who rejects you, rejects me, and he who rejects me, rejects him who sent me. So they're not rejecting you, they're rejecting Jesus, and they're not rejecting Jesus, they're rejecting God himself. That's it in a nutshell. That's the free will that God has given each one of us. Scripture says in 2 Peter 3, 9, that it is not God's will that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. He doesn't want robots. He wants us all, but he's not like the devil. He's not going to force himself on you and I. He presents his goodness. If we want it, we acknowledge that gift and receive the goodness he's planned for us. And if we don't want it, we reject the gift and walk away. It's really that simple. So the heading in my Bible says that the 70 return with joy. The 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. We're reading this because when Satan fell, one third of the angels committed high treason with him. And so they fell right alongside him. And these became demons. They're the demons that are wrecking havoc in the earth. They're the ones that do Satan's bidding. But Jesus went on to say, behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Let me read verse 19 out of the Amplified Bible. Jesus said, Behold, I have given you authority and power to trample upon serpents and scorpions and physical and mental strength and ability over all the power that the enemy possesses, and nothing shall in any way harm you. So let me break this down. He said, Behold, I have given you authority and power to trample upon serpents and scorpions. Verse 13 of Psalm 91 says, You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra. The young lion and the serpent you shall trample underfoot. He's talking about these demons here. Jesus said, he has given you physical and mental strength and ability over all the power that the enemy possesses. The only way the devil comes to you is in your mind. He plays mind games. It's the same way he tempted Jesus. Satan wasn't standing there in front of Jesus. No, he was dropping those thoughts in his mind, just like he does you and I. Fear is experienced in your mind. But Jesus said that he has given you, has given you, has given you. That means you already have it. Have what? 
You already have physical and mental strength and ability over all the power that the enemy possesses. You've already got it. You don't have to pray and ask God for it. You don't have to fast for 18 days for it. You've already got power and authority over him. And then Jesus puts the icing on the cake. He says, and nothing shall in any way harm you. Nothing. No thing. Whatever it is that's been holding you in fear, that's been holding you in bondage, it's a thing. And since it's a thing, Jesus said it shall not in any way harm you. Okay, so I'm wrapping this podcast up on that note. Again, I want to thank you for tuning in. And until the next podcast, remember that Jesus shed his blood in order for you to live fear-free. Bye.